I believe I am ready. I believe we can get to it. Okay, but I don't have the script up, Kimberly, so if, if you start... That's you start. okay, I got this. Hello, right. I'm Kimberly Adams. Thank you, everyone, for joining us uh, for Economics on Tap. It is Make Me Smart. Uh, with This is our YouTube live stream, and it is Friday, July the 14th. So thank you, everyone, for joining in. We are excited to be here. I'm Kai Rizdal. It is, uh, as Kimberly said, Friday, so we're going to drink a little bit. We'll do some news. Uh, I apologize for how I look on the live stream, but we had some uh, computer snafus, and um, there is nothing I can do about that, so I'm doing this off my laptop, and that's where we are. Maybe I could, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll try something. Anyway, that's what we got going on. We're going to do a little drinking, a little talking, a little news. Also, mm -hmm. note to self, I cannot turn the volume down on my Zoom all the way. That is a design flaw. Anyway. <laughs> Let's we go. have got this. What are you drinking, Kai? I am. So I had some beer. I went out to the store last night, got a couple of beers because, you know, uh -huh. I'm a beer guy. And then I remembered I had some ginger ale in the garage. And I have Ooh. a bottle of um, Old Forester uh, that nice. Annika uh, gave me when she left. She actually gave me a going away present, which is just very Aww, shrewd of her. That's sweet. Um, uh, so I'm having myself bourbon and ginger ale on a 96 degree day here in uh, Los Angeles. Hopefully with a lot of ice. That sounds good, though. I do love a good bourbon yeah. and ginger. Uh, so I have made one of my very oh, fancy boy. DIY cocktails, um, which is sort of like um, a glammed-up tequila sunrise, except for instead mm -hmm. of using grenadine, I used cranberry orange syrup, and then I had these... Uh, blood orange saffron shrub, this blood orange saffron shrub that I put in there. And then it's got orange juice. And I was going to put tequila in it, but I don't feel like drinking tonight. So I use my non-alcoholic tequila instead. Oh. Uh, and then I've got little saffron threads on the top for garnish just because I want to feel fancy. There you go. There you go. Nice to feel fancy. Mm -hmm. uh, why don't you take a quick stroll through the, uh, yep. the live stream? Yes, so Jennifer Flippin' Pierce has a gin and tonic with a ton of ice. Gin is the devil. Um, Paul has moxie straight up. <laughs> uh, people like your old forester. And Megan yeah. is having a dark and stormy. Why Amir, a Moscow mule. So lots of interesting drinks nice. tonight. Love it all. Love it all. Very Kai, nice. what is your news? So, look. Um... Today was one of those days. I'm, I'm going to raise my microphone a little bit on the on the off chance that y'all can't hear me well mm -hmm. enough. Um, we can hear you. Uh, today, okay. Today was one of those days where uh, I went to pick out a news item for this to make out a news item <clears throat> to pick out a news item for this podcast, and um, I I I realized I was done with the news. I don't want to do news today. I don't. It's I've had enough. You know. Between, yeah. like, was... the NDAA and all the climate change stuff, and I'm just, I'm done with the news. It just feels like it's been a very long week. So I picked an item, which I'll talk about in a minute, but I just uh -huh. didn't have it today news-wise. You know what I mean? It, you know, I was, I was just telling Michael, who edited my spot on the NDAA today, it's just such a Friday. I had, like, zero yeah. energy in me left and I just like I was it was a grind today getting it done because right. it has been a heavy news week and busy and yeah. hot and 
uncomfortable and so yeah that's that's real life yeah. so i mean yeah. i have some so. news items but i'll i'll blow through them real quick um two from the wires uh and then then we'll get to your hopefully non-newsy thing yeah. um yeah. there's a story in reuters and it's a couple of other places too johnson and johnson is suing the researchers that linked its talc powder to cancer. So remember there were all of these lawsuits about Johnson & Johnson's baby powder and talc powder um, potentially being um, contaminated with asbestos and and causing cancer, or at least contributing to people's cancer. Johnson & Johnson has always denied these allegations. Nevertheless, the lawsuits are going forward in a lot of places. They siphoned off the debt in, and the liabilities into a different mm-hmm. company to try to shield themselves. Mm-hmm. Big long story we've covered before. But the fact that they are suing the researchers who did this, man, what a chilling effect on what could be, you know, really important research moving forward if you know that, you know, you do research that's damaging to one of the biggest corporations in the country and yep. you might be at risk of a lawsuit. And I mean, like, I get it that, you know, if it's not true, obviously they're fully in their in their rights. But I just think it'll be very interesting to see how this case plays out and what it does for academia. So, so, so uh, yes to everything you said and the chilling effect, especially. But but here's a, a sort of a different. Here, here's how I think of this. I don't understand. Let me back up for a minute. Nominally, companies ex- exist to make a profit. Right. This is not the shareholder mm-hmm. value argument. This is this is the companies are there to sell things and make money for it, and that's what they're for. And and okay, fine. We could caveat that, and I could. There's a whole riff on on all that that we could do. But but let's just accept the fact that they're there to make money. Mm-hmm. What I don't understand is how companies don't see how their actions are perceived, or perhaps don't care don't about the tone deafness of what they're doing. I just don't get it. It it bothers me. I don't think they mind. care because they don't have to care, right? Like look I guess, at I guess. what happens in the markets and the profits keep coming in and you know, people do what they can get away with and I think it's the same with corporations yeah. and until yeah. there's a reason that yeah. they can't that they actually have to face consequences for looking bad. I mean, remember um Pharma Bro dude who hiked up the price of everything and oh, literally God, what was his he, name? didn't yeah. Martin Screlly, I think. Oh, he didn't good for care. you, yes. He didn't care because he didn't have to care until he went to jail, you know? <laughs> and then, but right. for the most part, right. it was just like, why not? I want to make money. This is what it's for. I own it. I'm going to do it. So. Right, exactly. That was. Exactly. Yeah. Because I My can. My other one. You bet. Yes, because I can. My other one is another quick hit. Oh. Ooh. Ooh, and I thought so. I was having problems. Is that a fire alarm? It's a fire alarm. So it's really, oh, oh I think it's because of the weather. <laughs> let's give well, it a You minute. should probably, all right, let's I give it a minute. I will in just a second because there's a bad thunderstorm, and often when there's oh. a bad thunderstorm, the fire alarm goes off. But let's, let's see, and then I'll grab Jasper and run. <laughs> you grab Jasper and run. We'll do a very quick right. half full, half empty. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm going to get on Zoom on my phone, and we are going to do this. I All believe right. in us. I, I, will, I will give you time to get on Zoom on your phone. Uh, we'll figure out how the recording is going to go. That's why Jake That's why Jake Cherry gets the big money. Um, but in the meanwhile, I, I will go through my news item. 
And maybe, Kimberly, as you're getting on Zoom, you can update us on Slack and see what the hell is going on. So here's my news item. Obviously, I'm done with the news news. Oh, it stopped. Or maybe she just muted us. Oh, Jake took her off. Good move. Primo, primo radio engineer move. Um, so here's my thing. Um, I was done with the news, obviously, as I said. But the Women's World Cup starts in something like a week-ish down under. And a number of weeks ago, Kimberly had uh, a an item on the rollout of the Women's World Cup team and how they had this video with all these celebrities, Taylor Swift and, and Lil Wayne and the Bidens and all of them. There's a piece, there's a piece in The Athletic today, which is uh, the, the sports outfit that the New York Times bought a year, two, three ago, whatever it was, and just this week or maybe last week announced that it was going to fold its sports section and use The Athletic as its sports section. Anyway, there's a piece in The Athletic about how that video came to be and about how they lined up the most popular star in the world right now, one Taylor Swift, who is an economy unto herself, uh, to get into that video. Not to mention, oh, by the way, a slightly less celestial luminary, the president of the United States. And you think I'm kidding, but honestly, Taylor Swift drives more economic stuff than the president of the United States does, and all y'all can quote me on that. Um, anyway, so a great piece in The Athletic. Um, we'll put it on the show page. It's, it's super fun. It's very behind the scenes, which I definitely enjoy. And y'all should put it there. And with that, while we wait for Kimberly to come back, or maybe she won't, I don't know. Uh, we're done with the news. We're going to take a quick break, get some advertisers in here. And when we come back, Drew Jostad is here. I will have a foil for a round of half full, half empty. Drew, heads up to you, sir. This may be a different thing than you've ever done before uh, on the pod. So we'll be right back. All right. Half full, half empty is the game. I'm going to try to fire up YouTube on my phone. So maybe I can take some questions from the... um, uh, people on the live stream, we shall see. Um, but in the meanwhile, Drew Jostad, um, how are you? I'm all right, Kai. How are you? <laughs> well, <laughs> look, I'm less good than I was five minutes minutes ago. No, but you're I, but handling I it you, very well. I, I, I will tell you this: this bourbon and ginger ale is going down very, very smoothly, and I'm glad, frankly, that I have it. Um, okay, so here's what I'm going to do: I'm going to go to the Google Doc, and I'm going to get the YouTube live stream thing going on. And in the meanwhile, I would like you to tell me um, what the first question is on this week's Half Full and or Half Empty. Go. So this week's first topic is, are you half full or half empty on the new MSG Sphere in Las Vegas, which is the huge uh, video screen, LED screen. I'm not sure exactly what the screen is. But it's basically a huge sphere that projects whatever they want to project on it. Okay, so look, you said MSG, and I thought of two things. One is monosodium glutamate, and the other one is Madison Square Garden. And I'm reasonably sure that this is neither of those. So I think it's the second one. Help? Madison Square Garden? I think so. Okay, all right. I think it's affiliated. Well, I, I, hmm. 
I guess I might have to fact check that, but. Well, no, I, I guess we'll see. So look, anything Vegas, look, I'm, I'm gonna lay it on the line here. And this is only honestly because there's a bourbon in me and I'm all alone and I have to fill some time. Um, I don't really like Las Vegas. It's not my thing. It's very, I don't, I just, and, and look, people are gonna complain about this, but don't at me. Um, you know, I, hey, I don't even know. So, so, we, I'm back. so Kimberly Adams, as I live and breathe, how are you? Hello. I am good. I am outside. <laughs> the alarm is still going off. There's a beautiful storm behind me. All my neighbors are outside. Oh it's God. good. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. So you missed the first one. The first one is about Las Vegas. I was about to say I really hate Las Vegas. So, Drew, let's go to the second one. Oh, same. Oh. I don't like it either. All the way empty. All right, good. Any opinions good. on the new sphere thing? I, I, the I what? don't care. Oh, you the know, sphere uh, thing. No, yeah. it's just another gimmick. I'm not into it. All right. There you go. All right. Cottage True. cheese sales were up 15% oh in the year ending God. in May. Oh, my God. So there was an article in the Wall Street Journal the other day about how cottage cheese is making a comeback among Gen Z, and it's all because of social media and influencers and TikTok. I, because I'm old, remember my mother, who doesn't listen to this podcast, so I can say this, eating cottage cheese as a, as a diet mechanism in the 1970s. I have a real texture problem with cottage cheese, but apparently what they're doing now is they're making it into ice cream and breads and cakes. And I guess if you disguise it, it's okay. It's a little bit like what you do with vegetables with your children, like when you make like a like a squash thing or a carrot cake or something. But, you yeah. know, fine, okay, but not my first choice. <laughs> so I uh, don't like cheese in general and cottage cheese mm -hmm. in particular adds like the slime component and so hard pack. yes my mother loves it though my mother really likes cottage cheese and so she so, eats it like every day to total generational thing total generational mm -hmm. thing. Yep. yeah 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 i will say that i tried a cake made with cottage cheese a couple weeks ago sort of like a cheesecake and but so I have heard of cottage cheese going into like chocolate cakes and actually adding something to it and being kind of good. I don't know. My my experience, right. I didn't I didn't love it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, okay, I'm just assuming ahead. that y'all hear me, right? Yeah, well, I can hear you. I, I don't know if the YouTube can hear you. I think they can. All right. Well, you, hope for the best. YouTube, let us know if you can hear Kimberly, because if not, this is going to sound like a really awkward conversation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. You... Anyway, go ahead. Okay. Are you half full right. or half y empty? Yes, they can. Sorry. Oh. Yes, the, the 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 YouTube live stream can hear Kimberly, so we're good. Half full right. or half empty on remote employees secretly working abroad. Oh, this was such this a great story. story. <laughs> oh, my God. So Kristen Schwab did a story for us about people who, unbeknownst to their company, and that's the important part, are living and working, not just remotely, but like way remotely, like overseas, like in Spain and in, in Canada, up in the mountains and all over this place, and and sometimes getting caught, it should be said. But how hard that can be, and you have to like, yeah, you have to like dummy things up on your computer and you can't tell your friend, you have to pay attention to the weather back home so that your colleagues are like, yeah, it's really hot. And you can say, yeah, it's really hot, even though you're in Spain or wherever and it's gorgeous. 
Uh, yeah, great story by by uh, Chris and Schwab. Look, I'm all in. The, the rules have changed. You can now work anywhere you want, and and more power to them. So I personally think if you can get the work done, be wherever you want to be, have a great time. Right. However, I also get sort of the security concerns for corporations. Like you're on different networks, yep. you're writing your information through different companies, through different countries. If you know, you have somebody in finance who decides that they want to, you know, reside in China or Russia for remote work. I can see where it might become problematic. So, right. you know, right. within so, reason, I think, go for it. So there's some expertise here in the in the YouTube comments. So Chuck Kleintext says, no, serious legal and tax liability for both the employer and the employee. No, no, no. Jennifer Flippin oh. Pierce, who I believe we've referenced once already today, says full, but the company needs to know for accounting purposes, which, by the way, Jennifer mm -hmm. kind of spoils the fun. Number three, Yoga by Baby says the payroll software consultant accountant finance person in me wants to be sick. So I'm going to take that for a no. So, you know, it's not as easy as, as I might have believed. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Jasper's crying. He's real upset. Well, I, I will tell you that there's some comments and questions in the live stream about how Jasper's doing. So you got him out and, uh, yeah. and, and, yeah, you know, let's yeah. 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 All right. Okay. Uh, Drew, are we on number three, number four? By, by the this way, let me just say, by the way, for the, hang on, for the producers down the line and for everybody listening on the live stream, we're not doing a poll today because that honestly is just going to be too damn hard. No. And <laughs> forget it. Just for the record. So, Drew, are we on four or on five? Which one are we on? This is four if you if you want okay. two more. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, the Associated Press this week announced a two-year deal to share news content with OpenAI. Yeah. Are you half full yeah. or half empty? Um. So, complicated feelings about this. So, I am half yeah. full that a news organization is getting paid for its content all the way. Um, half empty because part of the reason we have so much bias in AI is because the data set is in itself biased. And we know that media going back all that time has not always been, <laughs> we have a lot of animals in my complex, uh, has not always been um, the most, shall we say, balanced when it comes to the right side of history. You know, and, and like... I just I wonder if like media narratives of things in the past going back as far as the AP's records go are really everything that we want to be feeding into AI. So like mostly full, but with the caveat. Yeah, what Kimberly said, I, I, I totally agree. It's great they're getting paid and, and figuring out a way, but there are perils here. Number one that we know about that Kimberly just elucidated, but number two that we just don't know about yet. Right, right. And I mean, I, I guess will... it's also a step towards us being replaced because once all that data is fed into the AI, they're going to be able to churn out, um, you know, reports as well. I mean, I, I believe the AP is already using AI even before the generative AI for some like stock reports and some election stuff every so often. So, <sighs> yeah, and time, it, time and limit it, on and our if... jobs. Right. And if people heard the Marketplace Morning Report this morning, you heard uh, David play a clip of him 
being artificially reproduced by uh, AI. And it sounded a lot like David, except for, and he made a joke about this, his last name, which the computer could not uh, pronounce. And also, Matt Levin's doing a piece uh, for us uh, on Marketplace next week, or however long it's going to take to do it, uh, about um, AI and the challenges thereof. And they're going to do, do a, a voice simulation of me like committing some crime or something and it's uh with my permission to be clear uh yeah. so it's it's kind of wild i feel like i'm an old hat at this ever since i found out that one of the siri voices sounded like me so it's like yeah I'm, you've I'm been here before over it. Yeah. yeah for sure for sure all right what's the last one just off of that thing you said about how far back the ap uh archives go according to axios this deal is only going to be information going back to 1985 but I guess All that's right, still I feel a little bit better about that. All right. Yes, yes, but still, 1985 is 40 years ago. And think how much things have changed and what some of the attitudes were back in 1985. Hello? I don't right. need to hear that. As an 80s baby, I don't need to hear that. Dude, no. dude shut up. <laughs> shut up. Look me up on Wikipedia. Figure out when I was born and then shut up. All right? All right. The storm has passed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go right. ahead. Are you half full or half empty on Barbenheimer? Oh, man. Barbenheimer? Did, wait, did you, Yes, so there's the Barbie movie, and then there's yes. Oppenheimer, both of which come uh, out next week. And I, so, all right, so look. So I'm a science, history, uh, really World War II specifically sure. geek. I really want to see Oppenheimer. It's really good. I'm in the middle of the biography on which that movie is based. It's it's kind of wild. So I'm I'm definitely down for that. But there was a great piece in the New York Times a week ago, give or take, about Greta Gerwig, who directed and I think wrote uh, the Barbie, Barbie movie. Yeah. Which which made me want to see that movie. And before I was I was scoffing and I'm like, oh, this is stupid, whatever. Barbie, you know, Margot Robbie. That was supposedly and, like high level feminist, you know, commentary. Right. Right. And now I'm totally intrigued. So I'm going to see him. But sadly, I'm out of town next week, next weekend. But I'm definitely going to see them both. Uh, I think what's mm -hmm. interesting is um a lot of people are doing the double header. They're going to see Barbie and then they're going to see Oppenheimer or they're going to see Oppenheimer and then Barbie. So hence the Oppen Barbie or Barbie Heimer. Uh, uh, Barbie Heimer sounds a little bit better. Yeah, uh, that's, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll do that too. go see go see them both. The only person I really yeah. go to the movies with is Noelle, though. So I'll have to see if she wants to go. Oh, is that right? <laughs> when, yeah. when you when you see her, by the way. Yeah. And this will be an unsolicited endorsement. But for those of you <laughs> listening, if you're not listening to Today Explained with Noelle King, mm -hmm. you should. Because she is spectacular. Yeah, she is spectacularly good at her job. Yes, uh, she is. Just, it, she we is love listenable. Her She's in, but Noelle's yeah, you know, favorite. I mean, Sean, Sean's fine, but, but, but <laughs> Noelle is the bomb, truly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Truly. Hard endorsement, yes. Yeah. You bet. So half full on huh. Oppen Barbie, Barbie Heimer yeah. thing. Yeah. Bar Barbie Heimer, yes. Bar Barbie Heimer. Yes. All right, All right, Jake, I think we need a sting here, pal. We got to get out of here. Yeah, help us. Oh, oh my Lord. Back inside. <laughs> All right, so look, as, as Kimberly makes her way back inside, um, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to read the rest of the copy, and then Kimberly's going to come in and say goodbye. 
we are done with Half Full of Empty, obviously. We're back next week uh, on Monday. In the meanwhile, uh, we're doing a summer reading list in our newsletter, and, and we need some help. If you've got a summer reading recommendation that you think uh, people who listen to this podcast might enjoy, send them our way um, and tell us why you think they should be added to our list. Fiction, nonfiction, biography, documentary, take your pick, whatever you want. Um, you know how to get a hold of us. It's make me smart at marketplace.org or the voicemail comes to us at 508 UB Smart. That is 508, the letters U and B and S M A R T. Go. There we go. Whew. There's Jasper. I was trying to hold right, on to him and he's like climbing Kim, on my I'm, I'm doing all these credits, and then you can get to come in and say goodbye. Make Me Smart is produced by Courtney Berg. Sicker today's episode was engineered by Jake Tr- Ch- Jake Cherry with a little bit of sleight of hand with uh, Zoom and all the rest of that. Drew Jostat wrote the theme for our game, Half Full, Half Empty. Our intern is Neela Farsha Bandy. The team behind our Friday game is Emily McCune and Antoinette Brock. Marissa Cabrera is our senior producer who is probably pulling her hair out right now. Bridget Bodner is the director of podcasts. Francesca Levy who's probably going to fire all of us, is the executive director of Digital and On Demand. Kimberly Adams, say goodbye to everyone. Hello, and Jasper, pulling out my hair.